know what? Terry Crews would be very disappointed in us right now. Ter- <laughs> Terry Crews? Why? We don't have any of the white people on the show today. <laughs> yeah. That's true, though. That's true. What happened to Terry Crews? Oh, my goodness. Like, the two white people flaked. <laughs> like, let's clear it up for Terry. We didn't chase them away. We're not trying to establish dominance over them. They're just busy this week, okay? <laughs> That's an excuse made up for the man. Exactly. <laughs> That's probably what Terry Crews would say. <laughs> we can't let this podcast turn into an all-black podcast. <laughs> we need to remember that all voices are equal and it's not just black voices. <laughs> it's not just black voices. Like, listen, I'm I'm married to a woman who's half black, right? Because, oh like, we're not treated like that. So, like, the oh black... Oh, my God. <laughs> So really what we should do now, we should set up a system where like, you know, like a white internship program, you know, so we have at least one white person on the show. So a diversity program. (laughs) I mean, it's basically what Terry Crews is, the one black dude in New York. (laughs) They got the the captain is black. I, I I forgot that, but still it's. Uh, There's, oh yeah, like Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's true, actually. Like most him and Holt. Of the, most yeah. of the people they interact. This is New York. Most of the people they interact with are just white dudes. <laughs> <laughs> like you get a few episodes where there's like a black dude and everything, and like, and then they're usually somehow the one is like it's related to Holt. You got his mom. You got his sister. Well, oh yeah, hey, uh, I think there was there was one random one that wanted to join Broadway. Oh yeah, and they made yeah. that he made him quit. Yeah, Terry like, Crews' right. character made him quit. <laughs> was like, now you already have, have enough black voices in this police hall. <laughs> wow, Terry. <laughs> I you imagine. You know, now I'm thinking about it too because usually, whenever you hear the director and like the talks and whatever, he's like, like uh, some of the episodes are inspired by the cast. <laughs> so it's like Terry, Terry came up with that episode. <laughs> Go back and watch it. Oh, wait, wait. Are we still allowed to watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? Because that's like, the thing now. Yeah, it feels like it's a double cancel. It's like about the police and it has Terry Crews. <laughs> it's about the police looking cool. I mean, no one sh- do they, they, no one shoots on sight. And I mean, Boyle got shot in the ass, but that was a criminal, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a criminal. Yeah. I think the they made the fire department seem like the bad guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't know> why. <laughs> They made them the bad guys. Like the white women are the the bad guys in Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's when I knew that I can't be watching this anymore. Oh my god! Never about it like that. You know, <laughs> that's my favorite comment I saw like a couple of months ago, right? Mm-hmm. 
And like, have you ever noticed no one ever says fuck the fire police, the fire department? <laughs> <laughs> it's because the fire department minds the business. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Oh I've my never God. seen a fire department roll up to a fire and then start adding gasoline to the building. Like, ah, keep Let's go. The building had a gun, so we had to stand <laughs> fire. Oh my to Yeah, the building is resisting. The building is resisting. Let's fire. Wait, wait. The building is resisting. I I feared for my life. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine though like a firefighter just like running away from the fire being like I feared for my life so I didn't go in I didn't go in <laughs> oh, the fire was too bright jeez it was just like it was just too hot in there like damn <laughs> yeah but you know the thing is in the end our firefighters are still the kings of Staten Island uh, I knew that was coming yeah, I should, we saw that. Come <laughs> You're slipping. You're slipping, my guy. <laughs> my guy, that's you know it worked as a pun. It, just, it was, yeah, it did. It, it did. It just wasn't like funny or rude, so I can't even be mad. It's like, alright, he said it. You know what? <laughs> you know, I had to segue somehow, but yeah, but you know what? It worked. I made it work somehow. Yeah, you did. I did. <laughs> All right, let's start the show. <laughs> God damn it. Welcome to the Northern Critic Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uchi defund the police in Waka. <laughs> and I think that's every <laughs> that's everyone hey. as far as hosts are concerned. <laughs> uh, you know unfortunately, what? yeah. You know what? what? I got tired of Michael and Pamela, especially Pamela's internet. I was just sick of it. I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> like, me and Sam made an executive decision. And they'll be back next week. We're just talking shit. <laughs> we, however, do have a really amazing guest today. You know, you go flex, flex yourself, Debbie. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, you my name. Name AKA Dami. Don't, don't be shortening my name. Oh, like, call you Da for sure. D. <laughs> yeah, just call me D. Why do D? Or just the consonant. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I go by on the street. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. Yeah, no. Um, yes, Michael and Pam couldn't join us today because I think Michael's in the middle of nowhere and Pamela is currently occupied. So yeah, um, yeah, no, pretty much, but. You know what? We still powered on, and we are reviewing uh, an amazing film today. But before we do that, I should let our listeners know that the Northern Critic Podcast 
is a film review podcast that looks at audience or host um, handpicked films based off of plot, cinematography, casting, and style. Most of the review points on the movies we review are based off of ours as your hosts and our guests like Dami on the show too. So yeah, pretty much. Um, and today on our, what episode is this? Episode 30. The, this is our 30th episode. Wow. Yeah. And they both missed it. Huh? 30, 30. <laughs> yep. Um, and on this episode of the podcast, we will be reviewing the 2020 film, The King of Staten Island. Um, it's a comedy drama film directed by Judd Apatow. Um, it stars uh, Marissa Tomei, Bill Burr, Bel Pauli, Maude Apatow. So I guess a brother to, <laughs> to the director um, and Steve Buscemi as well. Um, and the story of this movie follows. I yeah, think Davidson. that's his daughter. Sorry, was that? Pete Davidson. Yes. Oh, yes, and Literally Pete Davidson. The main character. The main, and Pete Davidson, yes. <laughs> so a lot of you would remember him from, like, you know, SNL and other stuff like that, too. Um, the story of this movie follows a young man who must get his life together after his mom starts dating a new man who, like his deceased father, is a firefighter. Um, so essentially, it's the story of a white youth, <laughs> a troubled white youth. Actually, um, that's interesting. It's kind of based off Pete Davidson's life. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. His dad so, was a firefighter. Yeah, his dad mm-hmm. was a firefighter who died in 9-11. Oh, wow. Huh. That's actually pretty cool. I, yeah. I don't think it's cool that someone that died. Guy? No, no, no. I mean that, like, it's based, the fact that it's based off of a true story. That's what I mean. <laughs> not, well, not the fact that he died in 9 11. This dude's dad died. Isn't that cool? Oh, that cool, bro, <laughs> bro. That... Like, he's dead, bro. Like, that's so awesome. No. Knock, knock. Who's there? Not your dad. <laughs> okay, we shouldn't joke about things like that. <laughs> they made the joke. They didn't make the joke in the movie, yeah. Um, the Rotten Tomato score for this film is 73%, um, based off of 251 reviews. Um, and the critics' consensus reads, The King of Staten Island's uncertain tone and indulgent length blunt is... What? And in <laughs> uncertain tone and indulgent length blunt, this coming-of-age drama's ability to find itself, okay? But Pete Davidson's soulful performance holds it together. So essentially, they're saying they didn't like that it was long, but his performance still held up. Um, they just, they, they made a really, really weird statement. So they're that, saying that Pete Davidson is good, but the movie's fucking long. Yeah, they said the movie was too long, yeah. They should have been sure. Yeah, that's what most of the critics said. Um... Yeah, no, pretty much. But, you know, the Chicago Sun-Times says it's a sharp and funny film, and they gave it three and a half stars out of four, because apparently that's how they do that. Most of the praise in most wait, of... Wait, like, hold most... Up. wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Why are we mm-hmm. judging uh, the Chicago what? Sun-Times. The Chicago Sun-Times uses three and a half stars out of four. We use a fucking yeah. map. We do use a map, yes. We should be judging someone's rating system. <laughs> uh, and they say that uh, you know most of most of the good. IndieWire gave it a B plus as well. 
so most of the good reviews are based off of uh, uh, Pete Davidson's performance. So they all that's he held it uh, up as a lead, which is great. Um, and it was released in cinemas in Netherlands, actually, of all places, on June 25th of 2020. Yeah. Um, Coronavirus. COVID. Corona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it was then released in Germany and Spain on July 30th and 31st, respectively. Yeah. Um, the film has made $253,000 in 160 theaters. Uh yeah, that's that's not that's not good at all. That's it's probably that's even to... under half a million. But it's... but it's not opening in the US as well. No, no, it's not open in the US yet. Because the US is where its main market would have been. So it's like Yeah. Especially now during the time of COVID, it's really hard to say what's gonna be a good opening or not because Exactly. Like what's gonna open, right? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think right now Bad Boys Feet is the highest grossing movie of the year. Yeah. Yeah, and that's because it opened before mm-hmm. COVID mm-hmm. really got big. I should mention Maud uh, Apatow is also she she was also in um, uh, Euphoria as well too, and she I think she was also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Sydney Sweeney. I'm not sure, but she's she's also like an up and coming actress too as well, I believe. Yeah. Um, are you what was that? What the three highest opening movies of 2020 are so far? <laughs> what are they? Do we get the guess? Oh yeah, guess what's? I think I already okay. told you what's the highest. Oh, uh, you said Bad Boys is the highest. Yeah. So what's number? Bad two? Boys. Okay. Um. Oh, uh, Birds of Prey. Maybe. No. That's no? number four. Okay. Wow. Try to rack my brain. What actually came out in like early, <laughs> early year? Onward. Yes. No, onwards number seven. What? Oh wow! Huh. Think any movie uh, that came out before March. Oh, the there's a there's a horror movie, The Invisible Man. That's oh, five. Oh. Yeah, close. Huh, interesting. Uh, I'm trying to think, what movie? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you not think of this movie as number two? Okay, give me huh. number. Two. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh wow! I can't believe I missed that. I know it. it it, it was big, huh? It was big. I still, I still haven't seen it yet. I should, I should get on that. I choose not to see it. <laughs> not to see it. <laughs> oh my god! a drag along of like guessing what the movies were. Number three is Doolittle. Oh okay. okay. I didn't even see that one either. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, I guess now there's things to see. And apparently, Kissing Booth Two is doing well. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing to watch, man. <laughs> How is the kissing boot two doing well? How? Do you know oh thing, my god! Say, wait, will it be doing well? It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Thing, it knows its audience and said, "I'm making a movie for my audience, so you can't really get mad at it, right?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should also mention that, like, more than half the guys that are cast in that movie look like they. They look like they work at a tax office or something. They don't look like high schoolers at all. When did so, anyone in, who played a high schooler in the movie look like they were a fucking high schooler? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like, if, you, if you're going to do this, at least use young talent. Like, don't, what is with these old men playing high schoolers? It's, I don't believe it. It's unbelievable. It's like, what? The acting already sucks. Because <laughs> we have to get better actors. They suck. <laughs> 
do. They're old and they suck. Like, why are they still playing? The Dude, uh, Do you remember the trailer I sent you for some movie that's coming out in, I think, next month or whatever, about, like, high school dancing, right? And literally, right. one of the actresses in the movie is a fucking YouTuber who I'm pretty sure is 29. <laughs> Like, oh, I, I was looking, I was like, you look old even. You're a teenager until you have teenagers. <laughs> I guess that's how it works now. <laughs> yeah, it's stop. weird. Because, God, like, even when you think of someone like Zendaya, who, like, always plays a teenager, and I'm like, God, like, you're older than that now. We know you're older than that. You can move on to something bigger. But, eh, maybe. Because I know there's also one other... Uh, there's one other actress in The Kissing Booth, too, um, Megan Young, I believe, and she is thirty years old. She's straight up thirty, and she's playing. Man, I don't know. That's just that's just my rant for today. <laughs> like... Listen, Megan Young. Oh my goodness! Oh my God, she, but she is thirty. But... Yeah, she's thirty. Um, I was gonna be like, oh, maybe she looks young, but no, she 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 definitely looks. <laughs> she just... <laughs> I'm not gonna say she looks old, right? But she definitely doesn't look like she's in high school. So, no, definitely does not. Like how? How are you in how are you a high schooler? Anyways. Because she's funny, um, I can say this though, she's fine. <laughs> I mean I guess. God. Okay, but well, yeah. Um, yes, yeah. So we're jumping into initial thoughts, uh, on the sh- on the on the King of Staten Island. Who who wants to go first? Fuck it, I'll go. Okay. This movie is actually really good. I enjoyed watching this movie, right? <laughs> it's it is a great coming of age story, right? And I think I really think Pete Davidson's performance is what ties this movie together. Like mm-hmm. Pete Davidson is definitely the focal point of this movie. He makes this movie really good. Everything that happens in this movie. I'm like I'm not saying that it's like a mix, like, him as a character, you sympathize with him, but at the same time, you kind of look at him like, you're kind of a fucking dumbass, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it kind of works, because you, like, you look and it's like, he's allowed to m- make mistakes, right? And you can feel bad for those mistakes, but when he makes genuinely bad decisions, you're kind of like, yeah, no, there's no excuse for your bad decisions. And the actual, like, consequences, like, quote-unquote, some consequences, like, maybe the one consequence you really shove gone down with was like helping his friends rob the fucking mm-hmm. pharmacy but he somehow got away with that and like that like, he was he, lucky he was so yeah. lucky like that probably should have been the big moment that changes for him in the movie but instead he kept being with his character just being like hey it did well god it's not my fault when everyone else is straight up looking like no you have to get your shit together you mm-hmm. know? and i don't know i, I enjoyed like the way th- when he got a, a real support system that didn't baby him anymore, but was not like overly harsh. Like I really mm-hmm. enjoyed watching that growth of his character. And like, right. I also enjoyed the way the movie ends where it's not like he's got all his shit completely figured out, but it's like, he's going in a positive direction. Right. I'm saying a lot about Pete Davidson's performance. <laughs> Pete Davidson's performance is what makes this movie really great. Um, mm-hmm. I do agree with like some of the things where it says like this movie is long though. Like at times it does feel like the movie's wandering from moment to moment and like I it's hard to say cuz it feels like 
the plot is about his everyday life so it needs to have those moments of wondering but at the same time some moments could be cut out you know right yeah it, it did drag on a bit too yeah yeah but overall i thought this movie was pretty good and like i would recommend it to someone else to watch yeah you see that uh, uh dammy do you want to go or should i go uh, i can go um this movie is two hours and 17 <laughs> it is almost as long as batman begins it is, <laughs> it is too long like the review says but it's a free it's it's a good movie mm-hmm. uh, pete davidson really holds it up i do think he he could show some of the Dramatic range, and I'm using range very small, <laughs> very small. very loosely, yeah. <laughs> but there are still some dramatic moments where you know you watch Pete Davidson on SNL. I didn't think you could do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pulled it off. The friends were give or take, some of them, but the actual <laughs> friends are dumbasses. All give of them. Or take, give or take. <laughs> Some of them are good. The dude who plays that dude from uh, Zach and Cody. Oh, no, Hannah yeah. Montana. Hannah Montana. He's Rico from Hannah Montana. Oh, yeah. The short yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. The short dude. He's yeah. pretty good. I liked him. Movie. Yeah. But Pete Davidson, even Bill Burr, the the firefighter that yeah, he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of acted the way I expected Bill Burr to, to go about. <laughs> a bit of angry, sarcastic. Yeah, he's always angry. <laughs> he's always angry. Like, Bill Burr is always default mm-hmm. angry. Well, as soon as I saw I was like, that's the captain from Bad Boys. That's just that yeah. anger. I remember. <laughs> he's just there. Also, I didn't expect Steve Buscemi to be here. Yeah. Which, thinking about it, it makes sense because he was a firefighter in New York. Mm-hmm. Or at least he volunteered, and I do know he helped during 9-11. Oh, cool. I'm not going to put my foot and say, you know, he ran up and did stuff, but, like, he was <laughs> he was in New York, and he helped in some capacity right. during 9-11. But like I said, the movie is pretty good, a bit too long. You can cut, especially the ending, because I, re- I, I assume they saw, oh, my God, we're two hours in. We're two hours in. We need to wrap this up pretty nicely. <laughs> <laughs> like we're two hours in. Like the exam is almost over, and you're only on the first page. Start, yeah. Start circling. So it just feels like the reconciliation. Are we? Am I going to? I don't want to go too deep. If you're gonna go to the movie, I don't know. You're, you're you're on the. You're gonna keep going. Yeah. So the reconciliation with his mom, and they did it well with. Tony, Tony? Yeah, Tony. Yeah, they, they did it well with Tony. He had time in the fire department to bond with Tony and reconcile. But the mom is just, oh, someone got stabbed and walked into oh, the... Yeah. Right, right, right. Then, okay, now we as a family are going to take this dude to the hospital where your mom works, and then we will reconcile by her looking at the tattoo. <laughs> Oh, his name, sorry, his name was Scott, not Tony. Uh, no, I mean Scott. the, 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 boyfriend. Dad, the boyfriend. Oh, the boyfriend, yeah. Uh, Ray. Ray. Ray, I don't know what yes. I got. Ray. <laughs> yes. Ray. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, Ray, uh, the reconciliation with Ray was really well done, but like you spent so much time, I feel like they wrapped it all up a bit too fast, but at that point in time, I'm like, okay, let's get to the end and I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it however you, however you give me. Right. But Pitt Davidson really, really was. He held up to it. Yeah, he, he really, that's what I heard from the, the poster is him flexing. Well, yeah, <laughs> as, as much as he can flex, yeah, and you expect him to shoulder the movie, and he did. So, mm-hmm. props to the dude. And yeah, it's a pretty, pre- and it was also a pretty okay story. Yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't much to write about, but it was pretty engaging. Yeah, I agree with that too. Because like, even when. When I saw it, like Uchi can tell you in the car where we talked about it, I was like, it, it's not gr- a groundbreaking story, like plot wise, but it was executed well still. So like, it's the same, it's a, it's the same story that you've probably seen before in a film, but it's, it's executed well. Um, I loved the comedy in this, like the comedy was pretty, pretty good. Um the security guard calling the other guy fat Kanye I was like, where? <laughs> I was like, why? Um, Kanye. You know, them talking about, you know, why do we live in Staten Island? Staten Island is a shithole. And then the one girl who's like, she wants to work for, for the civic center or something like that. For the city. For the city, yeah. Um, which I thought like that was kind of cool too. Cause like, you know, she obviously had goals. Um, but then how like the friend group was kind of looking at it like, ah, you're never going to do that, you know, or stuff like that. Or, like, why would you want to do that? It's boring, <laughs> you know, or things like that. So like, that just cemented, and this was the beginning too. So that just cemented like how much of a group of dumbasses they all were. Um, them, you know, trying to g- give the little kid a tattoo for the first time. <laughs> yeah, fucking, what's, what's the short ca- character's name? Igor. Well, well, he, well, he Igor. tried to stop. He, he tried to stop like, them. Yo, this is he's ten or nine. Like, don't do yeah. it. Right? And Emma's <laughs> just like, thought lied. I was like, I thought he was fifteen. I was like, come on, bro, really? You, you thought he was fifteen? You know, and you gave him a like, tattoo. I he was eighteen. Like, does he fucking look eighteen? <laughs> 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 I fucking love. I love the fact that before that moment, I just thought Scott was like dealing with his depression and like, you know, sympathizing with him a lot. And then he goes right. and gives the fucking killer tattoo. I'm just like, you're a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. No, because so I I loved the comedy. Um, I liked his sister's character, which was played by Maud Maud Apatow. Uh, just because she, you could tell she cared but she still they still kept that like sibling kind of you know i hate you but like i hope you're doing okay though kind of kind of vibe which i thought was cool because that's very like true to sibling dynamics generally speaking you're not going to want to live with your sibling but like if they died you'd still care you know what i mean so i I just googled mod apatow right Mm -hmm. that's jod apatow's actual daughter Daughter, yeah. Hey, you know, you have to you have to lift the family up. Although before this movie she was doing fine. 
She was in Netflix's Hollywood series. She was in Euphoria. She was in other people. What was that? How do you think she got any of that? Any of <laughs> That's true, I guess. That. That's true. I don't want to bag on her. She, she might be good. She's actually a great actress in this movie. She's doing a great job. We're just being full shit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <clears throat> I mean, there are a lot of similar because, like, the same kind of sister character she plays here, she also kind of plays that same character in Euphoria. So, to me, it was kind of like I've seen you in this role twice already. But she still did it well. So, like, I'm not knocking her for that at all. So, she's a um, typecast. Yeah, it felt like a typecast because we've I've already seen her in that role already. So, like, not she didn't do anything new for me that was different. It was still the same thing. Because in Euphoria, she has a problematic, like, Sydney Sweeney's character is her sister. And Sydney Sweeney's character is a lot more, like, you know, cheerleader and, like, does all the drugs and, like, just basically is the wild one and then she's like the one trying to keep her sister in line in euphoria so it's like eh it's still the same character which is probably why they maybe casted her for this too because they're like we've seen you be that character before so you can do it again yes yeah, so um the problem with those kind of characters like the one who has to be the quote-unquote responsible sibling mm-hmm. is like they get cast they the characters built to be responsible sibling they don't really get a chance to flourish to show what else they do you know what else? Yeah, exactly. Like, right now, I'm thinking about a movie I also really love, uh, The Fuck, Edge of Seventeen, right? Mm-hmm. Where Ooh, the, I love that. You've seen, you've seen it? Yeah, I saw it. It's a great movie. Where the, great. the responsible uh, sister is kind of replaced with like the responsible best friend. And again, they right. just interchange the roles and characters. And it's just the same character over. The same there. dynamic, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was essentially what I saw in this too. It was very similar. Um, but yeah, no. So that was, I thought that was great. I mean, we could pretty much dive into the movie now, but I know one of the parts that I, that was memorable for me was, um, when he starts, so when he starts kind of, uh, getting, what's the word? When he starts getting, uh, very aggressive is that the word right word to use he wasn't aggressive towards ray but like when he was like you know when he first sees ray and he he, uh, his mom tells him about oh yeah i'm dating ray now blah 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 and he doesn't think it's serious but then he finds out that it's serious and then she starts to yeah and like which is where his acting was great because like you could physically see that he looked like someone whose life was just like turned upside down by by just you know his mom being with the firefighter and then he just became like a dick after that too right so telling firefighters not to have families or things like that so i thought that was cool from a character point of view because that really cemented like what his character is that's an actually interesting dynamic where he was like firefighters shouldn't have kids because what do you do when they don't come back home, it's yeah. like kind of fucked up because like the, he lost his dad, which is fucked up. He lost his dad because he was a firefighter, but then mm-hmm. how do you tell other firefighters that they're being selfish by having kids? Exactly, you know what I mean. So uh, he also went back to that. Steve Buscemi went back in the end. Oh yeah, and then he did talk about that. that. Hey, your dad, you know, that's who he was. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the kind of person your dad is that is there's nothing to change that and you can't mm-hmm. just ask you can't just ask someone like hey don't have a family don't 
you know, meet anyone you love because you are so, they use the word heroic. You're so heroic. Like you can't just mm -hmm. remove that from someone. Yeah. And it's kind of like if you're like in the military or something, right? Like, are you going to tell military soldiers to not have wives or kids? You know, it's like, yeah. Or, hus or husbands and kids, you know, it's like how. Um, it's kind of like if you're black, do you like not tell them to not black guys to not have kids? Because, you know, like there's the police around. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no. So, like, but then obviously he was speaking from a place of like hurt, right? So yeah. it kind of, I think, I kind of got that. The thing with his character a lot, especially, is that he never got the support when he was young to deal with the pain, right? Mm -hmm. And like, I, I don't know, like maybe, like, especially it seems like it has to do with like the way his family was in the beginning. It was a lot of like shielding and protecting himself, like allowing him to, like heal and grow right yeah, like, like i think that like that was the so the, one of the parts of the like other than the length of the movie one dynamic i didn't really like i i don't know i just didn't like his mom's character for some reason what, like what, what, me no no i like i i liked her like <laughs> we, I like her as Aunt May. like in <laughs> this like you like her uh, you didn't like her <laughs> movie well, cause like, okay, I, I will say I didn't like her. I will say more or less I I just wasn't vibing or resonating with her character. I was I was meh with it because it felt like I know they didn't want to show it that way, but it felt like the things she was doing were because of the like her sister, the rich like aunt, telling her to do those things. You know what I mean? Like it felt like she had the rich aunt whispering in her ear to make decisions the entire time. I Instead of her just kind of like doing like, because if they had like cut out the rich aunt, like if the rich aunt didn't really have any influence in her decisions, then I would have like respected her more. If that I makes think, if, I, if that made sense, I you think know? the rich aunt did not play as big. But I don't know. It might just be me. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she did that much. The mom's just trying to figure out a way to handle her kid. She takes advice from Ray. Yeah, from Ray especially. Advice from yeah. the sister before she left. And then she might have took she took advice from the aunt about his room and everything, and the, probably the shrine to his dad. So I think at this point in her life, she's just trying to move on. Yes, she's taking advice from everyone. It's what it was like. What tw seventeen years, give or take, yeah. the time since his dad died, mm -hmm. and she's just trying to move on with her life. And yeah. takes advice from probably the sister, Ray, definitely. And the the uh, Scott's auntie, so right. I, I guess that makes that makes sense. I think the thing is like, especially is like when the sister was around, there were like two people there that like shielded uh, Scott, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing is like, especially like in that situation, it's like the family's there; they always want to protect him, right? And it takes like an outsider coming in and being like, "Hey." He's not doing anything. There's no motivation for him to do anything. He kind of needs a push. And, like, you can argue, like, call, I, I, they didn't even, like, kick him out in, like, a like a sudden shove, right? They was like, hey, uh, let's give you, like, nine months to try to get your life together, right? But and then like, kicked him out. 
Well, the problem is the reason <laughs> he got kicked out is because he decided to go be a fucking dumbass and start shit. Yeah. So it's like, you can't be mad. It's like, she gave him a time frame, like, hey, I'm not kicking you out right away. I want you to try to get shit sorted out, like, nine months. And then, you know, like, we can you can start moving on with your life so you can do, like, your tattoo thing, right? And mm-hmm. his automatic reactions to just be a fucking idiot and go like get the worst about ray and then like talk shit and like understandably ray got pissed because it's like <laughs> you know it's like this kid is trying to break up him and his girlfriend yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my goodness I'm, I'm not yeah because like i would write it the same way it's like yo why is this little shit going to my ex again like the worst possible the worst about yeah him? yeah <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, I like again that whole dynamic. I thought was fantastic. Like it was great. Um, I feel like his when so when sorry if you guys can remind me. So when he goes and he talks to the ex, mm-hmm. right, and he asks all those questions. When he comes back, does he? Like, what does he say? Does does he want to... What was his plan? Did he want to tell his mom about the bad things he heard? Or... I, I'm yeah, that was the I plan. Think first off, he wanted to go, like, talk to the kids. And the kids were right. not there. Mm-hmm. So, at that point, it was like, hey, I'm just going to chill and drink wine and smoke weed. Mm-hmm. And then she started going on about why is Ray with your mom? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, maybe there's something I can use. And then he kept pushing. pushing. Uh, I see. I see. I don't think he went there specifically to get dirt. He just got dirt. Mm-hmm. Like, originally, when I saw him going there, right, and she was by herself, I thought, like, this man was going to be out here trying to fuck the ex. Just like I yeah, I, th- I actually thought, I also, I thought that was going to happen. <laughs> In his children's room? <laughs> 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 just to stick it to him is like in the room. Oh my! That would have actually been pretty funny if that happened. That, so that would have been hilarious. <laughs> if he did that, first of I all, think... big dick energy. But second, so <laughs> stupid. Oh so my god! Like, <laughs> can you imagine how awkward it would be at the dinner table? Like Ray looking at Scott, Scott looking at Ray. Ray's like, I'm fucking your mom. I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm God. your kids' mom. What uh, do you understand? What do you understand? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Your kids would be calling me daddy now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no. Also, can we talk about how like hilarious it was that how like that robbery just went wrong real quick i would (laughs) i would say the smash cut from him making this decision to him driving in the car incredible when i was watching it i was like jesus that's a good way to transition and then they push in through the windshield of the car into his face and he's just Mm -hmm. like staring blankly like that's good yeah, we had some like interesting framing and shooting 
and transitioning techniques that they use. That that was one where I was like, okay, that's that's nice. And the music kicked in and then, wasn't there one they did too when I think it was when he was hugging his mom and like the camera kind of rotated like around them. And I thought that was cool too. Like the like it kind of it's, they were in the center, but then it wrote so it showed like his facial expression. And then it was one continuous take when like the camera just wrote like it's like they're spinning, right? Oh, and then yeah. it goes to like his mom's face. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool too. See, like I know my favorite one had to be we have to go back to the X scene, right? But it's like when he finds out the plan and he's pissed, right? And then next week it's like literally still his face, but then now he's walking down the street. I thought that was a great cut. For a comedy movie. And also the dude's what dude's like what six some he's he's a really tall guy. He's fucking huge. He's huge. But some of the framing and blocking of the movie tattoo shop for that the tattoo shop was one of it the other one was when the kid comes to buy some xanax and it has like all four of them and there's oh. a there's a scene where you can just see layers of basically eye lines on the screen perfectly blocked in a way that's just appealing like mm-hmm. the kid that buying xanax is looking through the window mid level of the screen Moises Aries Rico from Hannah Montana, shout out the dude, bottom of the screen, and then the other friend top left, and it was just, I don't, you would have to like go back and look at it. It was but just yeah. perfect, walking and amazing. Mm-hmm. Or, so the movie, yeah, it's good. It's mm. good. I liked that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I like the. I sorry, that is very really, when we talked about the dude with the tattoo. Reminded me of the scene where he's like, you know, I don't know. If someone came in here and said they wanted a Confederate flag wrapped about wrapped around a naked man or something like, you know, or his dead friend Daryl, who probably sucked. <laughs> you know. What is oh the god! Achieve in that scene? I, I know why he was just trying to it. anger. He was just trying to anger the other dude. Just a big mouth. <laughs> big mouth. Like I said, did that. I'm like, this guy's kind of a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. He's lucky he didn't get killed. That dude looked like a house. Yeah, that dude was big. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my goodness. Also, his tattoos he gave people sucked. Oh, those tattoos! Were well, what was that Obama? Oba- that Obama tattoo was hilarious. Dude, <laughs> fat Kanye was like, I don't have black friends anymore. I'm like, yeah, I see you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, I no. Jeez, would you guys get a tattoo from someone who's learning? No. Ah, miss me. Nah. <laughs> I I just need you to practice my tattooing skills. <laughs> but how do they get better if they if they don't have people? you can buy like a a pig back and tattoo that. Yeah, I guess so. That's true. Oh, you know, you become a fucking tattoo apprentice. Yeah. <laughs> and the annoying thing is, he can draw. So I don't understand what's. Why is tattoos so bad? Just stand, and it seems like he doesn't like put the outline first before he fills it in. He just yeah, I think he was just inexperienced. Yeah, with, like actually, when he's actually doing it on people's skins, 
I'm sorry, because act, when it came to actual tattoo, drawing, how many people did he tattoo and he didn't get any better? <laughs> because when it came to actual just drawing on a piece of paper, he was good. So it was weird. He drew ice flash and that was pretty good. Yeah. So it was weird. I mean, there might be like a hidden hidden meaning to it. I, I might be wrong, but maybe there is. I don't know how it works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's just an inexperience. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Also, his idea of opening a tattoo Restaurant? shop that also yeah is a <laughs> so people can eat while they get tattooed. <laughs> I would go, but I know like people will go. There are weirder <laughs> restaurants out there. That's true. You know, as long as they bring there's a like a a shield that blocks me from the tattoo, and you bring me the food. There's certain restaurants where they give you knife, plate, take the food, take the raw ingredients, and cook it yourself. Then why didn't they just? <laughs> 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 it's like some Korean barbecue shit. I can understand the Korean barbecue where it's a thin piece of meat. Just put it there. It's done in like 30 seconds. There's one way they give you eggs, bacon. And like, <laughs> so you're basically doing what you would have done at home. Yeah, I'm basically cooking at Walmart. Like, what am I? <laughs> so, wait, wait, so you go to this restaurant. You pay more you than pay it costs me. you to go to the grocery store. Uh, yeah. Uh-uh. And just get the... I don't. I don't understand the basis of that. It's just... You know, and That's you so can dumb. vaguely guess the demographic of people who go there. <laughs> I, I can imagine the demographic. I'm not going to mention it, but you can. I'm not going to say who it is, but we all know who it is. <laughs> oh, my God. This would be so perfect if, like, next week, Pam or Michael just like, so we went to this restaurant <laughs> during the <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my god! You gotta kill the cow. Out of and then, <laughs> the <cow. laughs> and then butcher it yourself. <laughs> experience worth a thousand dollars. Oh my you know god! Of the four hosts, right? I can imagine one of us doing it. I'm not gonna say names, <laughs> but you know, I know. <laughs> Those two know. Our audience probably knows. Who would probably who would probably go to that go to that restaurant? Yeah, I'm not oh saying who it God. is, but we all know. I I know who. Would be. <laughs> oh my God, that's, so that's hilarious, bro! In fact, I can't. <laughs> I mean, there are still weirder restaurants than that, to be honest. So, yeah, that's true. I guess, I yeah. Guess. Man, I, wish I know I the weirdest thing I've seen in Winnipeg is still the Moxies on Keniston that has TVs in the bathroom, like in the stalls, literally. No, that's not even, even close to how weird Dami just explained that restaurant was. Oh, yeah, no, I know, I know. But it's just, I'm just like, why do you need TVs while you're taking a yeah, dump or something? Yeah, Sometimes it's a holy one, man. You gotta sit there and think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta breathe. You gotta be comfortable. Can't miss the game, you know. It's so hard to watch an episode of Friends. Oh my god! I like to share my restaurant experience. I'm not gonna name the restaurant, but yeah, no. Every time I go to this restaurant, it's never a good experience. 
Why do I keep going there? Okay. I went there. First time, you know, we got food. It was great. Then, like, hey, let's get dessert, right? Sure. It's like, I don't feel like dessert, but, like, we can split the fucking cake, right? Sure. So, the cake comes. Yo, this mm-hmm. fucking cake looked amazing as shit. Like, yo, it was bomb how amazing it looked. It was dry. Like the fucking Sahara. The, the cake was dry. <laughs> fucking Sahara. I mean, it's not the worst that's happened to us. I mean, Dabby, do you remember the pasta? Yeah. From, from that restaurant that was basically just water. <laughs> it was a watery pasta. <laughs> That cost about what eighteen dollars? Wasn't it uh Boston pizza? Yeah, it was it. <laughs> Boston pizza, we're calling you out now. Hey, you know I know Boston pizza's got a pretty fucking great uh, kick ass ticket kick ass chicken Memphis burger. Oh my god. Do, but it, which is weird because you're Boston pizza and I know it doesn't you're combining two different cultures, Boston and Italy. But <laughs> Get the Italian side correct. Like, what is uh, this pasta? Bro, I'm sorry. Oh my god! Well, like, if you go to like, say, fucking a sushi restaurant and they can make steak, would you order the steak? I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm like, sorry. If I'm if we're like, talking about if we're talking about what restaurant slash fast food place has ruined me, I would say KFC because oh, I got a full bucket of chicken there and that like. Literally biting into that chicken, whatever kind of liquid was in the chicken was like spilling out, like it just squirted up in the air. Yeah, and I was like, "What oil. the hell?" It's like, "What the, KFC, what the hell is going?" On? KFC in Winnipeg is oily as fuck. I was like, "What Dude. the hell is going on?" Not oily. And the chicken is. on the inside was still like red, and I'm like, "Did they even cook this? No, what is happening?" Not. Dude, you know how oily that chicken is. Uh, America's trying to invade that chicken right now. <laughs> Oh, uh, there was that, and then we also had like fries that weren't wait. really that weren't fully fried from A and W too, wait, which is wait. just ridiculous. Do you, remember, do you remember that day when we went to that fucking um, brewery and you ruined the night by finding out how expensive the drinks actually were? Yeah, because y- y'all were just <laughs> okay. Dammy, you weren't there, but basically we went to Stone Angel, the one on Pemina. It's like a it's like a craft beer place, kind of. I feel like we should be uh, putting out names in case one day someone wants to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we, we went to this beer place. And we got like, you know, I got one cider. Like, you know, Uchi got two. You know, Jordan got two as well. Um, yeah. And then uh, our other friend, Delito, got one at the time. And then basically they're like, oh, another round, you know, whatever. So like, then I think you guys get one more each. No, I only had like two at, at that. You only place. had two? Okay, yeah. yeah. I got a beer but then... first, and then I was like, oh, let me try out the site. <laughs> Since both you and fucking Dalito are raving about the site, I say, like, it actually tastes really good. Yeah, it tasted good. But then I was like, you know what? Before I get a second cider, let me find out how much, just for fun, let me just find out how much the first one costs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, how much? And they're like, $11 for one cider. I was like, ah. That's like literally twenty something dollars for just two glasses, and mm. yeah, <laughs> and they had already both had two glasses, <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, you guys are gonna pay like twenty something dollars," and they're like, "No, that's not real or whatever." And then they went to check, and they're like, "Ah, wow, 
so this night didn't end as expected. And I was like, yeah. So which is fucking next time? Find out the price of what you're buying before you buy. No, do you know something though? The beer was a fucking. I want to say it was like seven dollars, but like that's usually how much imported beer is when you go to restaurants, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like the beer wasn't expensive. It was the fucking cider. The cider was eleven dollars. Yeah, which is just off off the charts. I'm not saying like like saying oh it's but it was too fucking expensive mm-hmm. was and like, it wasn't like a pitch or anything this is just a glass was 11 dollars. that 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 was crazy so oh my goodness but you know what you live and you learn now you know next time take 21 dollars with you when you're going um you wash some plates or yeah or wash some plates <laughs> i don't know there's, there's a bathroom you can escape out the back window <laughs> That works too. Anyway, sorry. Back to back to the movie. The scene where the robbery goes wrong, because the, apparently the owner lived in the shop, like and, above. Oh, maybe the owner was just like walking in the back, and like these yeah. dumbasses didn't bother to check before. But then the owner also screamed. This is like the third time, so he's That's like, well. "Not to, not today." You know, because <laughs> if I remember, they said they want the keys. From the owner's son. Yeah. Oh. So, yet again, they're a bunch of fucking dumbasses. Yeah. Ah, that's dumb. That is dumb. And they also dropped the key while they were running away. (laughs) So they couldn't open the door to get out. All three of them had the fucking cell phones. Like, fucking, you can't be tracked. You can't be tracked with your cell phones. Yeah, it's like, it's done. They've caught... They've caught him. They've caught Scott. The fact that he escapes is like, okay, now you know you're in the movie. And at that point, I'm doing anything. Especially when he was texting them, like, you know. But then I guess... What the fuck? What the fuck? You what are me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he calls, he calls uh, Igor. Oh, yeah. He calls all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. oh, did Igor have the friend? No, it wasn't the friend. What fucking sitcom did he have as a ringtone? Oh, um, uh, the office. The office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was the office. Yeah, it was the office, which I thought was hilarious. But I just thought how his calling was giving away their location so the owner could shoot them. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> you know what? Oh my goodness. If you're going to go rob a place, right? Mm-hmm. Why not keep your phone and fucking vibrate? If you're going to be dumb enough to carry your phone too. I don't think those guys are smart. <laughs> Yeah, they're not smart guys, so I don't think that's going that's going to happen. <laughs> oh my goodness! I like the other one who was like, "Oh, that's the problem with millennials; they never commit to anything." And he's like, "I keep, I keep we telling you, we are millennials. Like, I don't even know what that means." <laughs> but... <laughs> so how do you have a problem with it? Oh. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. That was that was good. Yeah. Like that was good script writing on their part. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> like, I don't even so know what that stupid. means. I love it <laughs> because that whoever that guy was, he was really good at playing like a dumbass. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, because even while they were in jail, and then he comes in to ask if he can crash, and he's like, "You came here to ask." To ask if you can crash, crash on your, on my and couch. he's like, but like Loki though, you have to feed my cat sprinkles. <laughs> At that point, I expected a change, a flip mm-hmm. in his character. 
just to signify like, hey, I got like, we are in here because you messed up. Well, we all messed up. We all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also messed up. Not in here. Well, like, it wasn't. It wasn't Scott's fault though, because the order was inside. He was a lookout who didn't look out. But how do you look out? <laughs> yeah, inside? they were inside. Yeah. Cops coming and everything. I mean, again, they all messed up. Scott should have gotten some flack for that. Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, verbally told him, and then he went on a tangent about his cat or whatever. But I wanted him to at least look Scott in the eye and like tell him, like you, we all messed up, you messed up, but you got a, you got an extra chance, and I'm holding something. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm pretty sure those calls are monitored because the yeah. part where he's like, don't worry, I won't snitch on you. I'm like, I mean, the, the police know now. <laughs> like, How do you know those you, calls are not monitored? They're not monitored? Yeah, I don't yeah. think they are. Oh, okay. Okay, I thought they were. I think that's legal. Yeah. I mean, but a lot of things are illegal. I mean, that's what the said. <laughs> that so I don't think. All they need to know is have some justification and they look that he called. Yeah. The, like, And then... <laughs> Well, we, we step over that. Also, Igor's girlfriend was real. <laughs> so, she's real. That's the thing. As soon as they said, oh, see, he's being catfished, I was like, she's real. Like, I knew. Yeah. yeah, I knew that she was real. <laughs> but when... Kind of, it's kind of like a Dustin from Stranger Things trip now. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's real. But, yeah, no. I... I was okay with this movie. I would definitely recommend it to people. I'll definitely watch it again at some point. It's the kind of movie you just watch, like while you, you know, you're back from work and you're just kind of, you just kind of don't know what to watch. You can watch because I, I enjoyed some of the shots in it, right? So I wouldn't mind rewatching it again if I wanted to. Tell you so, the truth, I'll probably never watch this movie again. Like, don't no? get me wrong, I really did enjoy this movie. I think it's a fantastic movie, <laughs> but I think a lot of its value comes from like a one time, like a first time watch. First time, I guess. Oh yeah, I guess because of the length, right? Yeah, it's a no, I mean, yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. It's, like there's a lot of oh sorry you finished. It's a lot of dead moments, right? Where it's like a lot of fun mm-hmm. playing with the character and watching his growth. But now that I've seen his growth happen once, I'm kind of like, I don't need to do this again. You know? Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Wow, that, From, I feel like that comes like super harsh, you know? No, <laughs> like, I'm just like, I won't watch it again. Yeah, no, for me, it's just like if it was on Netflix and I just didn't know what to watch. I can have it playing in the background while I'm doing other things like no, cooking so or something. Okay, you know, I need to ask this question. How, yeah. How do you just do that thing where you have TV shows in the background while you're doing other things? I can't do that anymore. I have to be hmm. either fucking listening to an audiobook, listening to music. I just can't have. I can do it with shows that like, like, okay, so I mean, everyone who comes to my apartment regularly will tell you that like. Um, the, the TV show Archer is always playing in my apartment. Yeah. Archer and Archer and Legend of Korra. Those are the two TV shows that are always constantly playing on my TV. While like I'm not like I'm not paying attention, but like mentally I still know what's going on because I've seen those shows so many times that I know what's happening. So it's just me. But I just I, I notice something new with them every time. If I watch a certain episode again, I notice like some distinct. Like thinking, I was like, "Oh, I didn't notice that was there before," you know, or things like that. So I, I, I don't do know. That. I can't do that. Like, if it's a show I really enjoy, I want to pay attention while watching it, right? And like, mm-hmm. if it's something for like background 
noise. It's going to be something I don't enjoy, so I'm not even going to bother trying to put it on. You know? What about shows you've watched several times? Because that's what I do. If I've, not even to notice anything different, just to have some white noise in the background. Just to, yeah, exactly. I do that yeah, too. My, my white noise yeah. is audiobooks and music or podcasts. <laughs> that's my white noise now. And I also do podcasts as well. And the sound yeah. of fire trucks going. <laughs> yeah, no, because I know, yeah, like I said, Archer, Legend of Korra, maybe sometimes I might do like uh, The Simpsons now. That's another one that I usually use as white noise sometimes. It just depends. Like, okay. just something to ease your mind sometimes. But someone out there is probably going to be like, The Simpsons hasn't been good since season five. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll like, say season 12, 13. The- <laughs> I don't even know. Oh god! Like just... I I mean I want Netflix to bring back American Dad though because I did enjoy that. Right? It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Bring it back. Man, I saw watching American Dad, Family Guy, like those shows like five years ago. Like at some get point... back on American Dad, man. American Dad is pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I I did show him the weekend, the episode of the weekend. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, what was that? Never hit a donkey, but I do pound ass. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest line in any TV show. Oh my god. <laughs> Never hit a donkey, but I do pound ass. <laughs> Freaking Roger, man. I can't. <laughs> Oh, God. wow! Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. That's he said what... it's a weekend. Yeah. I can imagine. Weekend is not as aggressive with it. He's usually a little bit uh, double, double entendre with the way he sings. Yeah, the weekend. He's usually like more like soft. Yeah, subtle. Uh, he probably sing subtle, it. Yeah. You know, never hit a donkey. <laughs> All right, oh. I just want that bombshell. What a way to end! Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> Let's wrap up. Oh my god, it's so stupid. You know what? This movie needed. This movie needed future. Just for future sake. Yeah, I feel like a movie made in New York. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of New York music in there. Yeah, well, like music was fine and it you know worked. But Staten I, Island is the shithole of that location, apparently. That's true. That's true. I guess so. Right now, if it's so everyone in Staten Island, they're gonna be mad now. Well, what are they gonna do? Right, you guys. So I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Do also, fine. what was the... Sorry, before we actually close this out. What was the ending? I mean... Oh, he follows... He follows, well... His friend slash girlfriend, he follows her to Manhattan to take the quiz. Yeah. So she can work for the city. Oh, are you asking, Right, asking yeah, but like... What he... the end of the movie was? Yeah, because like he just stares into like oh, New York, and that's okay. it, right? The like, ending of the movie is him accepting 
that he needs to start doing better in life and like he's got a support system now in place to allow him to start improving in life right so the ending is not saying that oh shit's just gonna suddenly magically be better but that now he's more committed to mm-hmm. improving his life and now we're just being like oh it's everyone else's right. fault he's now being like hey life is shitty i got dealt a bad hand but i can try mm-hmm. to lean on this support system like my pa- my mom my sister these firefighters my girlfriend and like get better and like try mm-hmm. to improve this and the one that I... yeah yeah that's fair that's okay fair. it's not the one that i also noticed was he stops being at least towards the ending, he does something selfless. It's a very little thing, but the old Scott would not have waited three hours for that girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I see. You're right there. Yeah. Was like, hey, I got to start, you know, showing the people around me that I care for them. Mm-hmm. Which might tie back to his dad because he lost his dad. And there's always that feeling, especially when you're that young, that... Well, no, for the dad's sake, we'll probably be thinking, I need to let my family know that I care for them. Because mm-hmm. I'm working this very, you know, fatal Dangerous job, job. Yeah. I, at any time. So at this point, he's probably thinking, I, I love this girl, which he did say. Mm-hmm. I can't be doing selfish stuff anymore. Right. I got I to gotta show the people I love that I care for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So like, All right. the the movie like plot wise the whole movie is just Scott's growth. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and that's why which I'm like, I, it's yeah a great movie, but it's also hard for me to watch again because I've already again. seen his growth. So like, I'm not here to see some big budget action scene or to see some romantic thing. It's watching a person grow, right? And I've been right. satisfied with watching him get better as a person. Mm-hmm. That's fair. All right, cool. Um, on that note, I guess we'll come in with our final verdict. Um, over here on the northern on the Northern Critic podcast, we yeah we rate and review our films using a coordinate system. Um, we have North for good writing, and South for bad writing. Um, and then if your writing is just a meh, you can put it in the middle. Um, in a similar sense, too, we have an East for good cinematography or you know good style or acting things like that the other stuff uh, that makes a movie unique uh, maybe music can be involved in that too um and then a west if most of that was like bad so a really good movie that has good writing and good like acting cinematography all of that would be a northeast um and a really bad movie that has bad writing and bad cinematography and all of that would be a Southwest. Um, and then everything else that's kind of in the, like just falls in the middle, generally speaking. Um, sometimes, or most times rather, because at this point, this is what usually happens. We t- tend to just use countries as our um, uh, rating points. So uh, we do that using the GMT and the equator as our nor- North, South, East, and West. Uh, so I don't know, a good movie, for instance, would be like Russia and a bad movie would be like Argentina, for instance, but yeah, pretty much. 
So who's going first? I can go first. Okay. I'm going to put it – I got to pull up a map because, you know, mine's not – mine's didn't get an A in geography. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to put it in slightly above the equator, pretty much pretty close to the east of e- – India. Yeah, so <laughs> slightly, slightly above the equator. Okay. And pretty far east. I think the story and the plot, nothing to write home about. It's not crazy. I think it meanders a bit in the middle and the ending, I didn't like how fast it wraps up with the mom. Mm-hmm. But the cinematography is pre- pretty good for what I expect for the same dude who did 40-Year-Old Virgin and you know the other movies that he's done. It's pretty right. good cinematography. The music I also liked, even though I didn't notice enough New Yorkish influence. Right. The style was also pretty good, I would say. I do like that style. I think it's a pretty sort of style that a lot of people like. Mm-hmm. I'm a really big fan of Coming of Age, and I think since um, Pete Davidson did such a fantastic job, the style really came out of the screen. So, mm-hmm. India. India. All right. Um, I think I'll go next. I'll probably give it a. Um, Hmm. I was trying to stay straight on the Saudi Arabia, right? Is that on? Am I right? Is it on the? It's slightly <laughs> above, I believe. Slightly the, above. The equator is like right below Nigeria. Yeah. Okay. So like Saudi Arabia can kind of slightly above works. Okay. Well, I will give mine. Okay, actually, you know what? Let's go Africa. Let's go. I'll give mine a Somalia. So. You know, it's the the writing is eh. It's not quite up in the European area for writing because it's not again. Oh it's boy. not ground racist. It's not, <laughs> it's not. It's oh not. It's not ground. We, we I, got I, him. We got him. I did, <laughs> yes. I did, Ladies yeah, and I gentlemen, got him. Got him. <laughs> I didn't know we had it's Sam a, to It's not quite the European. <laughs> it, took us 30, it took the 30 episodes where we got him. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The writing is more so-so. It's more of an African writing. Oh. So... oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Jeez, y'all not playing. Um but <laughs> or oh, am I? I am. Um but yeah, no, it was it was eh, it was okay. But the cinematography was great, which is why I'm pushing it more towards the east. Um so Somalia was kind of a good spot for that. It's not gr- ground breaking cinematography, but it's cinematography skills that I wish I had. So, you know, it's it was pretty good. Um, the acting was great. Pete Davidson's uh, acting was fantastic. Uh, from the surrounding cast, you know, uh, Maud and uh, what is what is Aunt May's name again? Aunt May. Marissa. <laughs> yes. So Maud and Marissa, both M's, uh, did pretty good. As well, they're fantastic actresses. Bill Burr was amazing, as well. So, like, good surround cast. Even the kids in the movie were pretty good, uh, acting wise for kids. 
Um, still not again, not ground, no groundbreaking performances from any of the supporting cast, but good enough that it got the job done. So um, it will be a movie that, again, like I said, I'd probably just have playing in the background if I'm doing something, or if I just have friends over and we're just looking for a good movie to just chill and watch. We could probably do that too. Um, but it wouldn't be like one of my critically acclaimed movies that I would watch over and over again because I'm so invested in it. It'd just be something to put in the background as white noise. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my take. All right. I guess I go last. I feel like I have to bring this back after the shit show that is last week's episode is going to be. Always remember, my opinion is right. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> You're not the person I have beef with, so. Debbie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you have to listen to the fucking Funk Gully episode when it's actually live. My God. Oh, my God. That's so I I'll, I'll hold my, because I might have beef with you. Well, yeah, because Dami Dami might have beef with the. I think it's a drive episode. He's coming I to have you. Beef with the drive. Drive. <laughs> <laughs> I have beef with drive. Don't worry. I have beef with drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god! No, I warned you guys. I told you there's a solid drive fan base out there. We have plenty. We are plenty and we are furious. Bro, I accepted that risk. A little bit of beef with uncut gems, but I can bypass that. <laughs> it's the drive. The drive is serious beef. We talked about <laughs> prime A Kobe beef. <laughs> oh my goodness. Those, I warned you guys. I told you. Me, literally like said I said, I, I don't care. Oh I, I don't my care. God. I accepted that risk when I, when I said what I said. <laughs> so, you are fine. You are fine. You are fine. It's just if I'm right, I think Michael said something like it had no substance or something like that. That's what I was like, oh. Yeah, that's, he, he's obviously <laughs> it had no substance. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Jeez. All right. Yeah. Um, I get Uchi, have you given yours? No. No, you haven't. Okay, go go for it. Kobe B for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Oh my goodness. All right. I shall give this movie uh, Azerbaijan. Ooh, shout out. <laughs> you know? You're a song winner. That that <laughs> Oh my goodness. That country's name makes me laugh every time. Azerbaijan. Yeah. Such a great Where is it? It's next to the next to Georgia. Uh near next to Iran, near Turkey. Like yeah. Oh okay, yeah, okay. So like off the Caspian Sea, yeah. I see it. Yeah, okay. big words. Big words. When I know trees. Yeah, 
no, I thought this movie, like the best part about this movie is definitely Pete Davidson. Davidson held this movie down, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I do agree with you. Like, it's not this, it's not a story you've never seen before, but I thought it was like executed pretty well. I enjoyed a lot of the supporting characters as well. Like the dumbassery did make it entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I genuinely enjoyed the the big flaws of Pete Davidson's character, like Scott, like the fact that it not only do you feel sympathetic for him at times, he's also a proper dumbass. So and you look at him like you you make shit worse for yourself on purpose. <laughs> yeah, you know. So like yeah. Um, what was I to say? The music is like you did say. The music is really forgettable in this movie. Like, it was very. I honestly don't remember any music in this movie. To be honest, <laughs> like maybe just the office ringtone. That's the only thing mm-hmm. I remember. Um, the way the movie shows actually pretty is like really great. I did enjoy that. Uh, is there anything else to mention? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. But quick question: mm-hmm. Is Liechtenstein a country? Let's, it is a country. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Like, okay. For some reason, I always thought it was a city. I don't know why. Anyway, sorry. That's country. yeah. yeah I always My... thought it was a city. Yeah. Sorry. That's just. I just. I was just very curious. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Um. I guess this is <laughs> the <laughs> the end of the podcast. Um. I would, yes, I would do that. Um, you can, <laughs> you can find oh, us. Dumbass. I said rec- recommendations, not plugs. Oh, recommendations. Oh, I thought you said plugs. Um, do I have any recommendations for people this week? I don't I, know. I have a recommendation. Okay, you can go for it. Uh, my recommendation, if you want to see a series with some great character growth as well, I suggest the anime ReZero. That's pretty damn great with the character growth in that. I, it's his character growth in that series is fucking amazing. Hmm. Re zero, yep. like R E. R E zero. Oh, cool. All right. You want me to give it its full fucking light noble name? Let's go. <laughs> Re zero, starting life in another world from zero. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific, yeah. I like it. Animes <laughs> <laughs> have some of the greatest fucking names. In the I like world. it. Like, I mean, we've had Harley Quinn and the fabulous emancipation of something. I, I don't remember how long oh, that was. Wait, I can beat that. <clears throat> Even Birdman's long. Even Birdman's long. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. What? what do you do at the end of the world? Are you busy? Will you save us? <laughs> <laughs> that's a ti- that is oh, a title that's the title Jeez. or you can just call it world end they put the whole scripts in there <laughs> and the title they literally put the whole script in the title oh yeah. my goodness nah, no that's like <laughs> could you imagine if parasites was a parasite what happens when a rich family and a poor family <laughs> What's the title? Oh my god. Parasites. Wait, how would you make it? Parasites. Parasites. Yeah. The ideal story of nepotism and how it is a drain on the society of the <laughs> <and the poor. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's watching it if you named it that, for sure. I mean, people might still watch it, but it wouldn't be as cool. Also, yeah. if you haven't seen Parasite yet, go fucking watch that movie. Um, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna segue into that. I mean, like that might be my recommendation for today, maybe Parasite. But I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of people would have seen it. Yeah, I have a recommendation mm-hmm. based on the code open. If you want to see a cop be miserable for an hour and twenty minutes, <laughs> there's a movie called Thunder Road on Netflix. Thunder Road. Yeah. So. Okay. Now 20 minutes of just a cop being miserable. Okay. I can't really tell it better than that, but I think that should get people to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Terry Crews? No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Northern Critic UMFM. Uh, again, that's at Northern Critic UMFM. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Northern underscore Critic northern underscore critic and you can find us on our website which is simply www.northerncritic.com where you can find a full gallery of all of the films that we have reviewed um, up to date Uh, as a time of recording I believe everything is up until uh, Old Guard or Into the Spider-Verse I'm not sure I have to look that up but (laughs) either way um, by by the time this airs like the the synopsis for the King of Staten Island should be up there too, and why we have. You, why do you say that? Why did you just say you can find us up in King of Staten Island? Because Old God was two weeks ago. Well, yeah, I'm just like, I'm just at time of recording. It's just the way my mind worked. It was sometimes weird. You, sometimes you should never review how far ahead we record episodes. Yeah, I guess so. That's true. Um, but yeah, no. So there's that. Uh, we also have an online shop. That's where I was going with that too, where you can find merch actually. So we're, we're selling up merch actually now. Um, I think like three or four people have bought merch so far. So thank you guys for your support. Um, yeah, no, pretty much. Uh, I think the mugs are selling pretty well. They're also the cheapest thing. So that's probably why. Um, <laughs> but an all, but also surprisingly, I think we have one hoodie sale too, which is great. So, and the website only went public like maybe last week, uh, as a time of recording. So, not bad at all. And yeah, let's go check out the merch, see what you like. If you don't like anything, hit us up on Instagram and send us ideas for something you think you might like, and we'll consider it. So, there you go. I don't know if Dami wants to plug anything. Uh, you can find me in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be waiting. Cash money mark. Yeah, cash money mark. <laughs> I got nothing to plug. I, I'm just, you know, I'll be back with the beef and then yeah, be back then for... I'll, I'll plug something. <laughs> be back like uh, four episodes from now. Three, like three episodes. Yeah, three episodes yeah. from now. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Nice. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. All right. Same time of release. <laughs> same, t- same time, same place. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs>